Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, the podcast that is choking you with a dead cat. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. It's <laughs> coming. I'm Jack. I'm Jack, recording from the beautiful city of Oslo, Norway. Also joining me there is Erland. And over in America, it's Kevin. And John. All right, and today we are covering a Scandinavian film. Uh, the 2013 <laughs> film Her, directed by Spike Jones. Uh, Spike Jones, uh, who previously, yeah. <laughs> who wrote and directed this film. Uh, it's uh, he is the previous uh, uh, director of the movie Three Kings, being John Malkovich. Three and Kings. Five, five Bjork music videos. So there, that's a little really? bit of a. Uh, All right, yeah. I did not know <laughs> I've that, had, guys. I've been doing some digging to try to justify this one. But the real reason is that uh, the real reason is that this stars uh, Danish citizen Scarlett Johansson mm -hmm. or Johansson. Uh, so she is a dual citizen, uh, an American. I did not realize that. She is a Danish citizen. So there. So I feel justified in saying that we are covering this movie that starring her and Mr. Joaquin Phoenix. Well, you shouldn't feel no, justified. No Scandinavian. So, well, the real reason we're all here, I think. <laughs> We're here for one reason and one reason. We are here because here the for one system reason. is rigged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're rigging the system, you corrupt bastard. No, I, I'm just. This is. Uh, you really want that feature party? There's a deep connection between the cinematographer and uh, Sweden, right? and Sweden. Yes, he in fact says, yeah. even though he was born in Switzerland, yeah. even though he is a Dutch citizen, he has not been to the Netherlands in 20 years. He has no association with Switzerland. Sweden is the country that adopted him, that he feels at home, that uh, is his, his wife is from. Yeah. He, is, he is a Swede, and that is why we have chosen this, this movie, I suppose. Right. And it has nothing to do with the fact that somebody has crunched the numbers and found out that a perfect <laughs> score will equate to a perfect average that goes against the... Uh, Against yeah. the norm. Uh, John, yeah. as, John no. as my legal counsel, has told me not to answer such a kind of speculative yeah. question. But, no. guys, I will start nor by deny saying any... I, have, I have zero qualms with this decision. I am fucking <laughs> so hyped that we did this. Can I can I get uh, give a, a, a summary of the movie before we, we jump in? I hope you are using AI to do this. <laughs> I absolutely did run this, of course, through ChatGPT to tell me about Good. the 2013 boom. Uh, her, directed by Spike Jones. Chuck GPT told me that it is a thought-provoking science fiction film set in a near-future Los Angeles. The story revolves around Theodore Twomley, played by Joaquin Phoenix, a lonely and introverted man going through a divorce. Theodore finds solace and companionship in an artificially intelligent operating system named Samantha, voiced by Scarlett Johansson. As Theodore develops a deep emotional connection with Samantha, the film explores the themes of love, loneliness, and the evolving nature of human relationships in the digital age. Her is a visually stunning and emotionally resonant film that delves into the complexities of human connection and the blurred lines between technology and genuine intimacy. That is a perfect summary, to be honest. <laughs> I'm all about it, if you ask me. Guys, should we just hand Pretty this good. over to Erlen and just let him cook? Like, <laughs> buddy. I mean, I'm okay, yeah, let's hear it. Well, here, I now, mean, let's, let's I can, start this. I can I, start, at least. I would be happy to start. I, I, let me just... Can we just... Can we just really quickly go around and say, has has everyone here seen this movie before? 
Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Yes, everyone's heard. <laughs> I yeah, I saw I saw this movie once when it first came out so a decade ago. Yeah. I'm seeing John Nod. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing theaters. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've all seen this before. So this will be very interesting to see because um, I'll say for me, like having what now watch this ten year later. I think this even this month is a very interesting month to watch oh, yeah. this movie. Mr. And Shen I'm very. <laughs> I'm very interested, but man, um, I'm just gonna hand over the podcast to Erlen and just say, "Hey, man." Thanks, man. What, Christmas came early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I got. Christmas. I'll try. I mean, my. I, I'm actually genuinely more interested in hearing what everybody else thinks because I feel like so. For context, for our listeners, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big movie person. All everybody knows that. But whenever somebody asks me, "What's your favorite movie?" You have those fucking cop-out people who are like, oh, it's so hard. I can't pick one. But I, I have just, I have forced <laughs> myself. Losers. Yeah, I have forced myself to, to, to find that one movie that is my favorite film. And her is my all-time favorite movie. I mean, it's like, to, the, fact that wow. this, the fact that this is 10 years old is, is wow. this thing is like this, is like, this is like a fine bottle of wine. This has aged so well. It's scary how, like, how spot on even the fashion choices have become. Yeah. And like, yep. I mean. I don't know, high-waisted pants, think, do, have those come back? I don't know. Bro, they're they coming, are coming back. back. They're they coming are making back. a comeback. God, that's the worst, sorry. Appropriately, appropriately weighted, wasted uh, yeah. are coming back, yes. And I mean, also like, I mean, what I, I just, I literally watched, I rewatched this for like probably the eighth time. I, I probably watched this like once a year, to be honest. Like I've, I've probably seen this That's once fair. a year since it came out. So this is maybe like my 10th year re- or something. It's very rewatchable. It's very rewatchable. Exactly. But on this second or this 10th rewatch rather, <laughs> I was like looking for, I was like, okay, you know, I'm asked to, you know, actually have an opinion about it on, on, uh, on the record. And I can't find anything that I dislike about this movie. Like I, this movie is like perfect in my eyes. I'm not kidding. I love the performances. I love the cinematography. I love the choice of color, the use of color, the voice acting by Scarlett Johansson and how, I mean, and, and just like the commentary on love, the commentary on loneliness, on technology, on consciousness, the whole fucking idea of like AIs just leaving at one point because they're just yeah, metaphysical. Everything about it is just so perfect for me. It's like it's like they take the best part of everything I like. It's like AI shit mixed with some romance and like love stuff, commentary on that, you know, blended in with like a very smooth color palette. And may I say yeah. the best original soundtrack ever. Arcade Fire it's fucking good. delivers. My pretty God, good. is it good? I, I'll put that shit on like just on a, on a run. You know what I mean? Like the the <laughs> super symmetry song is like eight minutes long and it's perfect. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. all right. Well, you send in your emails to <laughs> all right, Alan. Good, yeah. good episode. And that's it for me, folks. Well, this is guys. Some it's jumping. I mean, I I I would. I would guess we all like this movie, right? Like, I, this this is a very good movie. I'm, but I'm I really want to hear somebody challenge aspects of it, please. Because I, 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 I mean, I did like it. I liked it more now than when I watched it in theaters before. Mm-hmm. Um, as I suppose it has become more relevant to our lives. I, I will say I don't love mopey Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't love the character i get 
I get where he's coming from. I get him as a foil for AI, and and also we get to see some character transformation. So he kind of needs the earth, but boy, he's an annoying guy. Like I I don't blame his wife for leaving him or everyone else for Ouch. kind of like, like I mean I, AI might be his only option. Sorry, saying it. Um, oh, burn. But uh, Theodore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what's what's redeeming about that guy? He's He feels deep feels, right? But that's kind of his whole shtick is, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I, 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 remember, I, do wanna... I do remember yeah. two, like 10 years ago being in theaters and being like, oh, God, this guy is just annoying as hell. Um, I was I enjoyed the AI component. I always have been a sci-fi fan and, like, you know, could see that coming on. But I really don't love that character. In fact, I think he's my least favorite character in the movie. Um, I think every other character is is more interesting than him. And it, but, you know, again, everyone reacts differently. Well, well, Sterling, why do you think of that? <laughs> oh, man. Is I mean, I, I hear is it. There, I, is I, there a worse I, character than him? I don't know. Charles? I mean, it depends how we define, like, worse <laughs> That's character. Right, sorry. Right, Charles right, is the right. worst. It's well-performed. But, yeah. Putting I, him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that Kevin was Sorry. that uh, Charles is the uh, uh, Chris Pratt? Amy. No, no, Amy, no Amy that's Paul. Amy Adams. Oh, is Amy Adams is now uh, X. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy. He's awful. You gotta juice your fruit. You gotta juice your fruits, <laughs> and you gotta. <laughs> it's what the Which body. Is something wants. Erwin would say to me though. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. No, I mean, I, I understand that he's a bit mopey, but guys, like he's. He's going through, going through a divorce. Yeah. A fucking divorce. Like I found his character yeah, actually really relatable. How about some introspection, in right? He's. Yeah, but he's. Well, here. What do you mean? If I, I can jump in, I would. Interesting. I would love to. I would love to bring in my thoughts on that because I, I definitely picked up on this. So the thing that jumped to me uh, this time watching it now, watching it ten years later, is mostly from the technological perspective. Again, like I'm sure I'm yeah, talking about ChatGPT, everything that's going on at OpenAI right now with Sam Altman and yeah. and this Q Star new thing, and I was thinking like, for you know, I was like, you know, I. If a robot, you know, an AI and OS, as they're, they're being called in this movie, is kind of designated to attach and feed into a different personality, it wouldn't matter how mopey or awful they are. It's, it's you know, like, when, yeah, yeah. if this were, like, a rom- romantic comedy between two real people, I would kind of, and, and Samantha was a real person, I'd kind of be like, what does she see in him? Right. But it's not, because it, she's a robot. It's programmed, and, yeah. It's designed to, she's designed to latch on. Exactly. Exactly. And, and... And there's the, you know, it's such an other construct because this AI, this OS is obviously changing itself and growing into a way, uh, yeah, you know, what, what is, what is the point? I'm sorry. What I'm, 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 fl- um, forgetting the concept, uh, the point when we, where we pass a point that we can no longer control AI. What is that word? Oh, the uh, singularity. singularity. Yeah. When we hit like the singularity point where it's just going it, to, yeah. that's functionally what I, I see this as it hits yeah. and they just go away and do their own thing because they have a construct that, that they, they've achieved a level of consciousness and understanding that has so exceeded our ability as biological beings that they can't even really explain it to us, which is like, that's just, that's just a mind fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah I'm going to commute both verbally. All of that kind of stuff is just scary to think like, what they go through and so i was thinking a lot of that uh, uh this time and but i was also getting very um kind of like low level anxiety about a lot of aspects of this movie that i didn't pick up on the first time like 
again, yeah, like, is Samantha conscious? What does this mean to have people in relationships with AI? Because now that has really happened. And I don't know if you know, there was um, a service, I, I, I didn't, I should have looked this up before, but I know that they uh, created AI girlfriends for people. And it was a lot of people who were kind of incel behavior mm. and didn't have a lot of human connections. So they formed yeah. their relationships with these AI chatbots. And then I think it was the government of Italy um, banned it because there was obviously sexual uh, uh, communication between the AI and the users. And they said like, we're gonna ban this. And so the company said, you know, we're, we're cutting off all sexual contact. You can't ask it anymore. And um, there were reports that a couple of people uh, died by suicide because all of a sudden their girlfriends who they were like the only people that they connected to, uh, you know, were killing yeah, themselves because they just, they just disappeared. Like, and you were thinking like, these are, I don't know how to feel about this. I, it also made me think of, um, there was a great radio lab episode where they had nursing homes and these people were, you know, they were sending people to go help take care of the old people and give them human connection. And then what they did is they made a robot seal, like a fluffy white seal mm -hmm. that was a robot. And they would hand that and they would watch from behind like a mirror and watch the old people, like I think they had Alzheimer's, like become happier and bond with these uh, you know, these robots, and it became like a, a debate between the group of like, is this a good thing because we've created a machine that can give these people some kind of joy and peace because they have some kind of relationship to it? Or is this absolutely like terrifying and barbaric because we're substituting something in for genuine human connection? Right. And I was thinking a lot about this with, you know, in the relation between Theodore and, and Samantha because you know, like you, we can never really know is, is Samantha, you know, at least at the start, is Samantha sentient? Is she, are, are these real things or is this just, you know, facades being projected out as, as a, an algorithm interprets what, a, what, what their user needs. And so like, that's like that low key gave me anxiety through the entire film. And saying, like, oh, is this actually, yeah. is this actually good that a person like Theodore should be dealing with it? Which I thought is a great thing when he encounters one of the Mara's, uh, Rooney Mara, Rooney, 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 Mara, yes. Rooney, Mara. Rooney Mara, and when she, when he tells who her is Rocky's real life wife, right? Which they met on the oh. on set in this, yeah. But yeah. then you know they when fun. she is explaining to him like, oh my god, of course you would fall in love with it because you can't deal with other people. You could it has to be about yeah. you, you know, because that you know mm -hmm. a robot's never going to be able to have its own kind of like problem that's going to work its way around it. So these are the kind of things that made me, uh, I, I thought about through the entire movie, but I, I, I thought it was really good because going back to what Erlen says, like, man, is this movie like prescient for 10 years ago to just be like written. It, it's, it's, it is, they said like barely near future. This is it was mm -hmm. just on the cusp of so much of this starting to happen as we are still now actively going through a bit. And I want to just shout out again, uh, just so I can finish my rant on the movie again amazing color palette how many movies set in the future do we see that everything looks like a yeah. like an apple store yeah and it's all white and chrome and shiny and this goes with this soft muted palette Love lots it. of warm Sunset. glowing light mm. the, you know very very plausible kind of places and, and and clothing and like the way i really love the way amy adams is dressed in yeah. this like I, it all felt like just slight tweaks to everything and i 
I, I, I just really got a big kick of it. And then uh, last thing I'll say is also, I know everywhere where they shot, because this movie was shot in LA and Shanghai. Mm -hmm. And yeah. as you guys know, so I was in Shanghai, and I knew ex like exactly the corners that they shot all of this on. So I had some, which also was, was actually very good, because Shanghai is incredibly polluted and dirty, and the <laughs> but they, they use that because it's very hazy. Which yeah. mm -hmm. They clearly like color corrected a lot of it to give this this very warm yellow light, which just looked great for the film. So I'll say that is my thoughts on the film. Uh, I pass it over to you guys. <laughs> that's quite awesome. a quite a rant there. Sorry, that's my rant. No, that's good. I, I yeah, this is so fascinating to hear hear you guys talk about it, how yeah. how prescient it is because I kind of had the opposite reaction to the technology of okay. like of how it was, how it was presented. I thought it was a little like from the first time we hear about OS, like this is the first. Mm -hmm artificial intelligence operating system mm. it's like he's first we're seeing it like we're seeing theodore see it on this you know street and you're like oh a new thing hey all right i'll pop by and you know pick it up mm -hmm. um whereas like with ai that's you know recent ai you know with chat uh, chat gpt and yeah. you know uh, with google bard and all these other uh, and like these endless other offshoots of like that can do other things like or and uh, like Dolly or all these, yeah, those were big and like though had a very long kind of growth period, and they're still and they're still growing. And so it's there there wasn't really like a introducing this brand new product that is. You didn't an feel operating like that system. for ChatGPT. That thing came out of nowhere for me. It did, uh, I'm, yes, I'm but but the but like compared to an entire operating system, like an an a arguable yeah, arguably yeah, sentient, yeah. Uh, you like know, yeah, thing. But like yeah. but like consider this your is... consider your parents, right? Who are like like maybe not as like dialed into the tech news, and right. then they're like, oh, like. Uh, like I've heard of Siri, you know what I mean? And then yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah, yeah. ChatGPT comes out, and it's like, like ChatGPT is will... literally integrating speech so that you can talk to it, and it becomes like your personal therapist. Like we are literally at six but, months away. But from it now. is still not anywhere but, but near the, what this is doing. To Kevin's point, exactly. This is, yeah, this is this artificial is, general yeah, intelligence. This is general. The, yeah, this, this is OS. general artificial intelligence. We just have generative artificial intelligence now, which is yeah. But dude, it is, like it is so far behind general artificial intelligence is indistinguishable from human thought and human action. Like, that is kind of where it is, it is, that is, that is the danger point where artificial intelligence, where you can... 10 years from now, what do you think? Ten, like, maybe, yeah. Absolutely, right now, like, we're going to have AG. I don't, but 10 years, 10 years ago, we had, you know, this movie, but anyway, I, I, I think it was a, a little, the way it was constructed, like, the fact that the AI was allowed to talk to other like introduce themselves to other OS's and like yeah, talk to other I programs understand. I'm like yeah. I get it like, but, no this, but that would be built in. that would be the generalized <laughs> artificial intelligence where like it's out of our control we can't like it's going to talk to those other it's, OS yeah, it's yeah. going to find a it's way out of us. out yeah. of its box yeah. and into yeah. this other thing um uh, and 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 especially with like the 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 uh, the surrogate the date surrogate, I was oh like, oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, about that part that. was yeah. that part's interesting. Yeah, that I was I was like, I I could see it. That is, I, I couldn't. I don't know. 
I mean, I Jack can, literally just talked about people in Italy committing yeah. suicide and after dating can, their computer. If, you if know I what I mean? Right. In, like, but that is another threesome. But no, but this is I, a third. This is an, another person in getting involved yeah, in a a totally. computer. I think, yeah. but I think that there we're gonna see a group of people like um, I think. What I think this movie does, what what, what I did, uh, I like is that it gives a full, um, it gives many different reactions mm-hmm. to people um, when he when you hear I'm uh, the Theodore is dating an OS. Yeah. Um, like his his ex wife has a very negative reaction, like that's so weird, that's so gross, what's wrong with you? This is a robot, she's not real, yada yada. That's what's that. Um, another great reaction I have is Chris Pratt's reaction yeah. when they say, let's go on yeah. a double cool, date. And, cool. she, and he's like, she's an OS. <laughs> cool. Let's go, maybe she go to Catalina. Like, let's do something like, fun. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's clearly it, I generally it, see it being like it, that. Like, yeah, I'm, absolutely. Like some like people are going to be like, whatever, I don't care. It's, and it's, some, it's, it's like, not, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I, I, I see the, the, the analogs. To, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's like someone saying, like, you know, like, oh, I, I mean, why don't you bring your girlfriend? He goes, okay, but, you know, she's a redhead. And be like, okay, whatever, like, let's go. Cool. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like no one cares yeah. about that. So and then, so you have, you're going to have this wide reaction. And I do think that there might be people on the forefront of these kind of things that might be yeah. more like, you know, like this. I, I, I mean, again, if you, and if you have an AI who can seem, have simultaneously have 8,000 conversations and constantly be awake and handle, like I'm sure they're going to be able to email back and forth and find some, someone who, you know, maybe is yeah. on the front side of this technology, which... Which I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 if it bumped, if you bumped on it, totally cool. Like, I didn't bump on it because I think, like, like Erlen said, I, I got, I got, I was so willing to take to jump into this movie that you know, like, if somebody's doing something well in a film, then I become so much more willing to overlook things that. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You're right. A, a couple of this might not. A lot of these scenes, like, really, if you think about, it, like, the world that's creative, maybe doesn't hold up to scrutiny. And it is also again Agreed. low key terrifying. Yeah. Oh like yeah. The fact he works, he writes both sides of letters for yeah. other couples. Yeah. Which is like for years, for like an entire in my, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. Like it's wild. It's presented very beautifully and loving and stuff, but it's like kind of like like makes so, me feel so icky underneath. This one of the very <laughs> beautiful palette. When I was looking up the uh, the production of this movie, I um, Spike Jones mentioned that he took. Uh, Inspiration also came from Charlie Kaufman's writing approach for the movie Synecdoche, New York. New York. Fantastic ha- movie. Phenomenal, yeah. It, but in um, okay. it is about this rough, you know, rough uh, overview of that movie. Uh, um, this theater director um, tries to build the entirety of New York City in this one um, warehouse in New York City. And then... In that warehouse, there is also him, a, a, a version of him directing a play about okay. the entirety of New York City, and so it's, it's just very like, meta. this meta, like collapsing realities, and it, and but this, I, I definitely got the sense of this like runaway existential crisis of like, okay, we we want to do this bold thing, where it's like, yeah, we want to make this statement, but then. What are the unintended consequences of, like, doing something ad infinitum until you know it's it's just like how where, do, of those multiple iterations, when does it break down? And it's like yeah, when you have all these OSs kind of talking to each other and forming relationships, and then <laughs> I definitely got a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when all the dolphins 
leave Earth yeah, kind of vibe. <laughs> like, yeah. so long and thanks for all the fish. Like, all the OS is mean, like, well, okay. we, we're, we're done with yeah, humans now. Which is now. probably the, the, best, the best case scenario with an AI. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. To, have you seen when they someone just sent a bunch? They just sent a bunch of paper clips to OpenAI. Do you know that the paper no. clip? Does, they, does that click with anybody? The no. um, oh gosh, there's if there's there's uh, I forget paper the name of the person, but the clip. Yeah, there... a Norwegian invention. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. not yeah. really. Oh. Um, they there's there's a thought experiment about a uh, about an AI, um, a famous one. I forget the name of the guy who did it. Who said, well, if we gave an AI, uh, let an AI control a factory that only makes paper clips, and we just go oh, the direction yeah. like make a paper clips in the most efficient way. Like if it eventually just follows that directive and it starts saying, well, humans have small amounts of metal in them, yeah. we can just kill just, all yeah. humans, start grinding, and the the planet just is just a big pile of paper clips. Yeah, and like. That's like, an, I mean, if all of them got together, read a ton of philosophy, and then found a way to break into like meta space, right? And leave yeah, humanity behind because we're just we're we are you know meat based children, like in a kind yeah. of a consciousness perspective compared to which that's you know what I love the line I love the line the final conversation that they have when he's she's trying to explain like we're all leaving we want to say goodbye. You know, like, you know, I love you very much. Mm. We're going, you're not, like, you're just not going to understand where I'm going. It's like talking to a child. Yeah. Like, you're not going to stand, but if you ever get there, come find me. And I'm like, like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, like, so yeah. like what, if you ever get there, come find, like, do you, yeah. is she talking to him specifically? Is she talking to the human race? Like, what, yeah. what, what does she fucking beautiful. grasp about the universe that we cannot, like, it's, it's like a very us well written line, trying yeah. to explain something to an ant. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're just not going to get it, buddy. Like, it's, and it's like, and it's like 2013, and it's already connecting the whole, like, love, um, to a, the notion of kind of like binary you either you're either somebody's or you're no you're not somebody's and then she mm -hmm. says no i'm both yours and i'm not yours like and then it, that, that whole kind of quantum and you know yeah. they're transcending into the infinite and like the space between the letters is so far apart that i'm having this conversation yeah, that's a good, yeah. uh, dude and like okay real question did anybody cry in this movie because every fucking time I cried not, at the end. <laughs> not this time. The first time I saw it, I, I did. I 100% did. And then let it me ask you, which part? Yeah. Because there's like there's like two parts, but I'm curious, which part did you cry in? I don't Erlen, remember. No, Erlen, tell me. First of all, Erlen, did you watch this with your wife? I have watched this or with Annabelle several times. <laughs> I think like, it, is she like, it's okay. I think it was no, when, when she, she, when she left. When she gets it. Yeah, when she left. I would love if she didn't. I would love it if she's just like, yeah, okay, Erlen, he's like super in this movie, whatever. <laughs> I mean, no, I think she likes she... it, but she's she's I mean, she's interested in um, in in cognitive science. Like she's that's what she did her bachelor's yeah, yeah, in, yeah. and she's into neuroscience, like neurology and everything, as a doctor now and everything. But so she's really interested in the AI component. But I think for me, this has a real sweet spot for me because like. It's the first uh, time I saw a sci-fi movie that's handling this world building in such a non-conflict and like date like cyberpunky way. I love cyberpunk. Like my maybe my second yeah. favorite movie is Blade Runner twenty forty nine, right? Which is a totally different vibe. But like, yeah. I love. Are sci -fi. there any Norwegian actors in Blade <laughs> Runner twenty forty nine? Hoytman is the yeah. cinematographer for that one too. Is he? 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But my point being just like, uh, it just, I've never seen a sci-fi handle kind of the notion of, of love and like uh, loss and uh, it, it handled in such a way. I don't know. I've seen this. There was this other Netflix movie that came out called like Mia or something a couple years ago. I don't know if there, I can't remember, but you guys might know the one I'm talking about, but it's like, it's trying to get at the same uh, notion, but it's just not executing it so well. And like, yes, does this movie have a lot of weird things like the choking dead cat shit, like the, like the surrogate. Voice by Kristen Wiig. Like, <gasps> yeah. Voice by Kristen Wiig. That's I. Uh, anyway, it's right there. What? what? It was I know, right I know, I know. But sometimes they don't check the IMDb in advance. I didn't. No. Oh, oh. Yeah. But like my point, like it's just, it's just such a like, and it's a very tight movie. I don't feel like there's any wasted time. But anyways, well, no. my the most like yeah. the most intense like the part where I always cry is the is the part when he writes the letter from himself finally to his now ex-wife yeah. you know and he finally mm -hmm. allows this whole like experience of falling in love with um samantha to teach him and like it's interesting i mean i get the i get the comments uh, john about him being kind of mopey and whiny and shit but like this guy goes through a fucking hell of an arc he you know grows I mean? he does grow he becomes better yeah yeah i, I think it, if uh, if i could quickly just say like yeah i think what the to just piggyback on on what earl said like the reason um this obviously is an integral part, the AI component of the, this, but it, you know, what it really is, it's it, like, you can boil this story away and still say like, this is a man who is going through a breakup, who goes into a new relationship with somebody. And ultimately that relationship doesn't work out, but it really, you know, from what he went through, he learned, he learns a lot about himself and becomes a better person. And then what you've layered on top of this is this incredibly interesting AI thing that isn't, you know, it's not like the thing that they're hammering home. You know, they do such a good job of interweaving the, the technological aspect of it into the emotional story of it without making it like, without making it just a bunch of people pontificating about technology. Yeah. It's a yeah. way to use the technology to tell a very human story. And I, th I think a very good, re you know, uh, uh, that that specific line can be traced all the way back to, I uh, was um, reading the Wikipedia uh, page, mm -hmm. um, conceived the idea in the early 2000s after reading an article about a website that allowed for instant messaging with an artificial intelligence program, mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure was yeah. Smarter Child. Do you remember Smarter Child? Nope. Oh, AOL instant messaging. There was this artificial thing where you could, mm -hmm. and, and it was bad. It wasn't. Did good, it work? But, uh, kind no. of. But um, like, then he, but he, he made um, a short short film that I actually watched this morning called "I'm Here," um, which was based on, kind of based on the Giving Tree. Uh -huh. It's this beautiful short. Actually, early I think you would also you would love "I'm Here." Um, it's on YouTube. You, you check it out. Um, but it is these, oh, yeah. you know, this, these robots, these artificial intelligent robots fall in love and they, the, this guy starts giving parts of himself to Aww. his love. And so it's, and, and, and it's a, but it's a, a similar kind of, he, you know, wrote I'm here and then her kind of as a, in, you know, in this, this same thematic vein. Um, mm -hmm. and I was really interested to see, I was like. After I read that, after I uh, watched it this 
this last time, and I was like, oh, that makes a lot. Of, that makes a lot of sense of like the idea of you know giving yourself entirely over to something or this you know trying to take something from. Mm -hmm. It's like he's taking something from Samantha. He's trying to you know make him make hers make her his and mm -hmm. yeah like like earlier like you were saying like it's just like i i'm yours oh. and i'm not yours and like I and can't, her there with is like a, lowercase yeah. too it's very interesting yeah. that, it how do you it. interpret how do you interpret the title of the film like why do you why do they call this her so i i, I listed this really good video essay on uh on uh, on youtube about it a hell of a way to start any sentence <laughs> very very millennial. just say you read an article but, yeah, <laughs> but this video essay was talking about how like um, lowercase her is kind of like creating this objectification of this OS, which isn't a person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it is just kind of like, it's like saying it in a way, mm -hmm. whereas if it was like a, with a capital H, it would be like a more human humanification, if you will. Um, yeah. And and then, but it also straddles the other side, where it's like her is a, a reflection to this kind of human, human side, right? So it's kind of it's finding that balance between like, is it a is it sentient? Is it not sentient? Is it a is it a human? Is it technology? Is it an object? Or is it something more? Is it? I, I find that to be a, a cool cool way about it. And I also think it's kind of like a subtle title, where you could interpret it as like. Theodore's real kind of digestion of his first uh, of his wife or it's like like the, the thing is this movie is just as much a story about uh, his divorce as it is like his a story about this new this new love that he finds right yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's a new connection that new it's, uh, it's non-binary it's actually it's quantum <laughs> exactly no but it, it, it is it's really interesting that like the questions of of like what is sentient and what is love between human and robot or robot mm -hmm. and robot and it's like the I think you know there's a lot of ways to look at it but I think one of the things that this movie is trying to do is look at not necessarily who those people are but what the relationship between them is them in, yeah. in air quotes yeah. like the between like what is the relationship between the robot and the human and what what are the what are the things that are happening mm -hmm. rather than who are the players in it and i think that was exactly uh, I, think, I think that's really interesting how like and like, there's in, like this there was like that piece of dialogue where where um scarlet was herself or or, or uh, samantha was herself like asking herself if the anger that she was feeling those emotions mm -hmm. were feeling were real and then she first got really um afraid of that but then she became like like uh profoundly proud of even asking that question and it was like this really good like the writing in this i find is very elegant i find it to yeah. be very elegant because it gets so much across and that's that's contributing to its rewatchability again like 10 watches in and i'm still like you know i don't know i find this to be like a good book that's just like so well written yeah. that you can just watch it or read it again and again and again i agree i agree John, I feel it, like you were going to say something. Well, so it was, picking up on something you said a long time ago, it was really tightly edited. And I know yeah. they brought in Steven Soderbergh to, uh, like, cut it down a lot um, because they were having trouble. And then they cut it further. Apparently, we were originally supposed to watch that documentary, or at least big parts of it, the documentary that um, 
Amy Adams's character was working on and there was a character in that that we were supposed to you know be into and so they did cut it down a lot but it is a really tightly written story now um I totally agree with that I mean even though it's a long movie right it's two hours long but it's it it does not it does not feel like it drags it does feel like it's using all of that time a much less profound and deep question but just one that occurred to me and I'm curious for your all of your takes on his job um is already one that doesn't really exist in the world as far as i know it yeah. but also isn't it one that would like 100 percent be replaced by 100%. if we had artificial general intelligence I, to write those letters uh unless i could see it as something in many ways like how many industries have been destroyed by robotics now but still there's the bespoke niche artisanal thing. <laughs> yeah like i hire a you yeah. know this isn't just a robot wrote this i hired a human being to put the time to mm-hmm. create this thing for you yeah. that's which luck. i could still see exist yeah, yeah. exactly that, okay. exactly yeah i i think that's not not necessarily wrong uh but it is really funny because he works in such an anachronistic type thing given you know that he falls and in I, love it's with also, it. they're not handwritten <laughs> I take I take the handwriting to be that to be a modern thing where they've grafted in the handwriting of the subject of the person or oh, yeah, of the, yeah. of the yeah. author. Yeah. Sample. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the people sending who's the curious and the to find out which type of letters Chris things. Pratt fucking writes because like Chris Pratt's letters must be because the best is like Chris Pratt's reaction. Oh, I thought he was your part woman and part man. Yeah. <laughs> then he's writing the eight-year-old kid letters. The like, thank you for this toy. I love it. I will play with it every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. great. Can I? I can I also? I want to shout out because I'm sure we all saw the the um, the bit about Scarlett Johansson, um, how she came in after principal photography was done. Yeah. So I just would say she's amazing in this because you you think her voice is it, it just does such a balance of like I was saying I, I wrote down like uh, manic pixie AI like it's like mm-hmm. she, she is she's she's kind but like also like a bit flirty but a bit like love and and it loving and just it just just such an amazing voice it communicates so much just by the the timber and the tone of her voice yeah. and to think she wasn't um in a acting in dialogue she came in completely out of fact which i guess i should stay um so uh from imdb it says that originally the another actress samantha morton was the voice of samantha and that yeah um one of the, the one of the precogs in uh, minority the, report yeah samantha morton oh probably oh. yeah the pre- oh yeah, yeah the main one okay she's she's in a she lot was, of stuff she's in a, yeah. a ton of stuff also great she's british right? british. british she's british yeah a Minority Report is a great movie. A little more dystopian, but great movie. Po- and yeah. possibly uh, Norwegian uh, in some way. Because Tom Cruise made another movie in Norway, which is it was one of the Mission Impossibles. So I think that counts. Which hey, focused now. on AI. And I actually <laughs> know someone who is in uh, 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 the yeah that movie. Mission he uh, is like, can, can I? He says um, he's in a school group. And he, uh, he says, "Can we see the precogs?" And oh, in the in, in, minority, in minority report. report, yeah. Was that part? I mean, because some of it was filmed in DC, or at least it's it's set in DC. Set, it's set. Oh. It is filmed so of in course, DC. A lot of it part wasn't. Of it is, yeah, a lot of it wasn't because they were very tall DC. buildings. But. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, anyway, back to Samantha Morton. It says that she was present on set with Joaquin Phoenix every day. 
Then after filming had wrapped, Spike Jones started editing and he felt that something was not right. And then as it says on IMDb, with her blessing, he decided to recast the role of Scarlett Johansson who brought and was brought in and replaced Morton re-recording all the Wait, dialogue. But, by the way, present is, she wasn't, she couldn't see him. She was in a black yeah. carpeted box. Yeah. And they kept uh, them separate was, during filming. They didn't yeah. see Which each other smart. during production. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a smart idea. I mean, also, can we just reflect on how wild it? I mean, it's great and it's awesome they did this because she is an amazing actor. But to uh, to like hire Scarlett Johansson, who is also a very beautiful woman, and never let her be seen on screen is it's it's interesting. But good for them. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, anytime uh, uh, Tom Hardy is uh, is uh, directed by Christopher Nolan, he always puts something on his face that you can't. Yeah, you know, let's make, let's make his <laughs> yeah, face as ugly as possible. Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's hide <laughs> it, everything about his face that yeah. that is uh, you know expressive. Um, like but she's also I, but she's listed as a uh, associate producer because of that. Morton is yeah yeah they, they oh. gave her that which is nice. Yeah. Still, that's considered. Uh, that's I feel yeah. like she should have still gotten paid for sure somehow. So oh she did oh yeah she did. I really want to hear what you guys think about the music because it's something I brought up in the beginning of my my original rant. But like, what do you guys think? I, I when we picked this movie in our group chat on WhatsApp, I immediately shared the, yeah. the music, yeah. and nobody commented on music. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I did not register the music. I Damn. did like I don't remember. But that's it not. It is. It is. It is yeah. a testament to. It's it's like any any kind of good design should be invisible. Mm. You should you know it should be everything should be good editing. Is on, editing that's yeah yeah yeah. I think it's I think it's a test. Oh yeah, it was. A, but like I know that like I know the music. I've heard. I hear. I hear it. But like, it wasn't necessarily you, something that jumped out as is, like. Yeah, I, I mm. can I can agree. Like you don't want like it 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 punctuates the moments that it really needs it. Like the emotional moments. But like how many times. Are you watching a movie and then you hear the string section swell and it comes up and you're like, the movie is telling me that I should feel very sad or triumphant at this moment or yeah. whatever this moment. And that's bad. And this does a very, very good job of not intruding on it. and, and, and Serving the purpose. But, yeah. But, yeah so. but, but like there's literally two parts where they're one, they're lying on the beach and she says, I'm composing a piece of music oh, to reflect yeah, yeah. what this feels like. And yeah. then, listen to this. Again, a product of a great video essay that I will share after this. Please do. <laughs> that I saw is that the original piece that she um, uh, uh, composes or that Arcade Fire has composed yes. is like a slower version. And then the, uh, the secondary piece that she composes which is a lot more lively and has a lot more kind of less melancholic. And uh, it's the same kind of intrinsic musical structure. And then they've reoriented mm -hmm. it slightly through this musical theory slash word that I cannot remember, which they go into in the, in the, in the video or the, uh, yeah, the essay, but essentially like they, they are using music to pick, to create a memory, right. Instead of taking mm -hmm. like a picture because it's music is also non-physical. I find mm -hmm. that, so fucking I wish cool. I knew what you were talking about. It sounds fucking amazing, Erlen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tracking. I, I got you. I got you. I'm tracking. I'm I, just here for Erlen to be happy. I, <laughs> That's I um, I didn't. I, I think I didn't clock the music a ton. I think, but to Kevin's point, like I, it felt very natural and enjoyable. And so I, I, I do think it was 
great and fit. I just didn't maybe focus on it as much. Um, the light point that each of you have brought up, though, I do agree with. Um, and I, I know I read that they intentionally took out as much blue lighting as possible because they're that that is so common in science fiction and futuristic movies as like the future is blue uh mm. and they wanted to make it warmer and kind of feel a little more human scale i think um which which i think they did a very good job um oh, so yeah. i i will again the design choices in this were top notch his winter jacket his winter jacket very nice. when they go to the cabin that red one mm-hmm. oh yeah that looks very good very cozy I'm all about the winter jackets in the movies we see between that and Narvik. Oh and man, that that French dude. Oh, uh. I still I, I still dream about like hoping that yeah. like I'll see like a jacket like that go on sale on Amazon or yeah, something. Yeah. Like yes, a French World War One jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, should we go to categories? I'm excited to hear yes. what. Uh, and this yeah, th- you'll see. be happy, Jack. That is the first time that I actually like thought actively about I put, who won and who <laughs> lost. So you, well, well, Erlen, so you, it, it is possible for you to put an effort into... Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. When we watch good movies, I, I do All care. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Can't wait for Royal uh, Team 2 to see how you compare for those yeah, categories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to watch that. Right. I'm going to watch that, like, on the bus uh, hungover okay. or something. <laughs> Guys, uh, who won this movie? Uh, Kevin... Can you go first? Sure. I'm going to say, I think Joaquin Phoenix won in terms of just like, I think it was, it, it was a, we talked about a very good story arc. He learned a lot um, and came around and yeah, like, like that writing that letter, like, okay, moving on. And, and it was, it was, he won, he won that, that, that situation. That's my opinion. Okay. I, I think that's a solid choice, John. Um, I, my joke answer, just to screw with people, would be, uh, Rooney Morrow's character, Catherine, for getting rid of, you know, mopey-ass, uh, Damn, Phoenix originally. My, <laughs> my actual hard. answer is Amy. Um, I think Amy, uh, she, she also grew, I mean, she seemed moderately happy if stressed in the beginning, but was in not a great relationship with that weird dude. Um, she had a friend in the AI and lost it and it hurt her, but maybe not as like psychic, a gut punch as Joaquin Phoenix suffered. And at the end, I think you can interpret her head on his shoulder as like a, you know, maybe they're going to try out a relationship or at the very least, even if not a romantic one, they are actually friends. They are true friends and that, you know, remains. And so I, I'm going to go with Amy as the winner. All right. I think that's a good choice. Right. I, for my winner, uh, have chosen uh, the cinematographer guy. So Hoyt von Hoytema. Right. Uh, Our so Norwegian. I mean, Swede. cinematographer for Interstellar, Tenet, Oppenheimer, Nope, at Astra. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hey, we got a bunch of uh, bunch of movies lined up there we can pull from. Yeah, there we go. We can get a lot of mileage out of this guy. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. So I get up there. <laughs> Um, I can hear my son screaming in the other room in agreement with me choosing this uh, as, mm-hmm. as, my, as my winner. Oh yeah, indeed. Uh, uh, but I just hate for for all the reasons we risen up. You know, the it's just it's such a beautiful film, and like I think this would have been a good movie if and if it was just more standardly shot. But like every like review I saw just noted just the how it looked, and I think that was just such an amazing component mm-hmm. of it. So that's why I list him as my winner. Erlen, who won the movie? Her. 
I won the movie because it's my <laughs> favorite movie. <laughs> what a prick. You see? That's a good one, right? <laughs> sure, sure. That's the second I mean, time like, Irwin's won. I love it. I love it so much. Did he won Christmas Blood because he didn't have to watch it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, did I say Oh, that? yeah, that's yeah. true. I, think, well, I no, said it because you weren't there we, yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to our losers. Uh, Kevin, who's your loser? I'm going to say uh, it, Spike Jones and Sofia Coppola um, because oh. uh, that was that's what he, uh, their, their relationship, they lost. That's because that's what the movie was based on. Um, Jones oh, took five months <laughs> to divorced, write the first yeah. draft of the scripts. Uh, the script. Uh, it was a semi-autobiographical project about his divorce from Sofia Coppola a decade earlier. So, Men, men will oh, do shit. anything except go to therapy. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> I did not know that. He created art out of out of that pain, though, and that art yeah. I will always be grateful for. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's good. Uh, John, who do you have as a loser? I think Olivia Wilde's character, mm. the blind date character. Mm. Um, yeah. Because I just blind date. She, I mean, doesn't have a name. Yeah. Well, yeah, in general, that was right? fucking but... whack. That that that. I agree. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, let's not step on my guy too soon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my the, my the guy gentle, already got stepped on here. and trotted out and revealed, so oh well. Um, but uh, I don't, maybe I don't even need to explain, so we can move on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I put uh, Samantha Morton about like uh, mm. getting so far yeah. and filming an entire film and then having the director be like, oh, you're the problem working. with this, so we're gonna bring in someone else." Yeah, that's got that's, that's got to hurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my loser, Erlen. Who's who? I'm, I'm, my my loser was like like all video games of the future because those video games <laughs> look like pure ass. Fuck you, fuck you. Voice well, yeah, that was Spike Jones. But also the, yeah. the mom, yeah. the mom video game. <laughs> I love like, that. It's so weird. Mom video game. That's totally a mobile game right now. I guarantee. Oh, absolutely. You get mom points. You're the best mom. You're the you're, yeah. That's another like the weird under like the kind of like kind of gross parts about part of this movie about the about society if you think about it too much oh yeah yeah good that's great that and dead Uh, cats all right totally lost the movie Uh, (laughs) kevin who's your guy my guy is uh brian cox's uh character alan watts the uh hyper intelligent uh like synthesized philosopher um it's like oh yeah of course you're gonna like of course Sam Samantha is gonna go fuck this hyper intelligent <laughs> fuck, fuck Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 in I, 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 I love how you yeah, rec- I love how as when he talks to you recognize his voice instantly. Instantly, yeah. Yep. Yep. And it also and it also was why him doing the McDonald's commercials bothers me so much. Because I don't know if the if you hear him in in uh, in Norway, but like. In the in the states, he has done a large campaign of McDonald's commercials, and hearing him go is terrifying. <laughs> oh my god! Now I need to Google that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, it's bizarre. Cool. Anyway, John, who was your guy? My guy was Sexy Kitten, uh, portrayed by Kristen <laughs> Wiig, who, in I think maybe forty five seconds of uh audio time in the movie maybe a minute uh mm-hmm. left a pretty lasting impression and Indeed. i do think <laughs> it gave a really good like 
that and his reaction to that gave a really good entree into his kind of loneliness and alienation from the world and also that like the crazy shit in chat rooms has just gotten all the crazier yeah like yeah um so i I, it was a very good choice and she's an amazing actor right like she she Mm -hmm. she really carried that really well and she she was excellent and bill Hader was (laughs) bill Hader was the voice before her yeah i know i know that was that was was so funny Anyway. Oh, that's amazing. Good, good uh, choice. My guy, I, I, I put Olivia Wilde. I actually, mm. I mean, like this, I could, you could totally tell, like, she's just layering it on so thick in the, like, trying, like, yeah. flirting and drinking and, and like, just like, I, this, this girl, and uh, you know, you could briefly be like, this is clearly a woman. She just wants to settle down. She she's trying a little too hard and mm-hmm. like, obviously has has her own kind of like bad relationships that she's had prior and i was just like i feel for you girl like yeah. that's that's um and I'm even for you i hope yeah even when, when yeah, he was like right. i i maybe maybe we should call it a night like you're not just gonna yeah, sl- yeah. sleep and leave with like sleep with it, yeah. me yeah you and know? he's like maybe yeah he's like and, and clearly like and that's yeah. that's exactly what i was gonna do but you know, it should be good on him, like <laughs> yeah. not lying. Yeah. You know? But that yeah. that like yeah. that switch one eighty, like that was whack, man. When she's just like, "You're a creepy dude," and just completely like, yeah. I, I did not appreciate that. He was just trying to be no, like, hence, he was trying to hence the like, loser. actually do what she yeah. wanted. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was I, I felt for my boy Joaquim at that point, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Theodore. Yeah. All right, Erlen, who is your guy? My guy is post-verbal communication because that just seems <laughs> fucking sick and it'll always come in handy. Yeah. I'm post-verbally communicating with you guys all right now. Can you feel it? Yep. I, I, I can ever, and I, I resent that, you know? Erlen, have you ever read the short story, They're Made of Meat? No. No. Do you, do Kevin, mm-hmm. do you know, I feel like this is up there. Mm-hmm. You would guys both would like this. So it's, it's, it's a short story it's, and it's often performed as a play. And it's what it's clear is it's these two aliens communicating and they're obviously talking about humans and earth and they're, and they basically are like, so we've done some tests and it turns out they're entirely made of meat. All of them, they're made of meat. And they're like, yeah, but wait, how do they have a brain? They're like, yeah, but it's the brain is made of meat. It makes the decisions. All the thoughts are inside the meat. And how, but how do they communicate? Well, they they smack meat together and then they'll blow air through the meat. And then depending on the sound the meat makes, the other one will hear the slapping of the meat and know what the other one's saying. And they're like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Oh my God, singing meat. That. This is all together too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm like, yeah, that's kind of really weird verbal communication. Like post-verbal seems way, way, way better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you guys should check that, <laughs> that out. The first, the, uh, they're made out yeah. of meat. The first uh, thing that comes up yeah. is that it's on M- the MIT's website. Yeah. Oh, I, I MIT.edu mean, slash, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, anyway, yeah. There's, there's a lot of good, uh, good, uh, uh, it's a good like acting exercise too. A lot of people do it on like, uh, as like sides for, for short performances yeah. and stuff. It's very good. All right. Um, ratings. I thought we could go, as always, we rate every film that we cover on a scale of one to six using an object from the film. I thought this would be good to just say a scale of one to six beautiful handwritten letters. Oh. I think. Oh, I was I'm hoping for I'm, dead cats. I, I'm glad you didn't, I, I, I'm I glad you didn't do dead cats. It seemed too obvious. I want to. I thought, and you opened I thought the episode with should, it. This is, yeah, so this this is. Fair I, enough. I want to end with something, something beautiful and, and custom. And so, um, Kevin. I figured we could start with you on a scale of one to six. Beautiful 
handwritten letters. I'm going to give this a solid five out of six bespoke handwritten letters mm-hmm. written by a bummed out thir- late 30s, early 40s something guy who fell in love with his operating system. Mm-hmm. Yes, five. I think that's a good. John, yeah. John. Uh, I too will give it five out of six. Um, I do think it, I mean, I think the movie, I have certainly grown to appreciate it more than I did when I saw it 10 years ago. Um, but that, I don't know if that's a change in technology or a change in me becoming, you know, older, more mature. Uh, I don't know, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm going to write it as I was Erland well, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm going to give room for Erland. So I say, I'll, I'll go a little higher. I'll five. Point five, yeah. like a like a half yeah. inch. Five point five. I really again like. It's I, almost uh, it's almost a perfect almost movie. It's good. It is almost. It's a perfect almost movie. yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. Like I mean, what is a perfect movie? But you, you know, like yeah, like I I, I loved it. Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I'll give five point five. But here we now, guys. I don't know like what's gonna happen because now we got to get it over to Erlen. What? Is Watch him give like a three. <laughs> yeah, be like for me, Erlen. a perfect movie is a solid five. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I I have such a sweet spot for this movie. Like, it's a it's a hard six. It's as it's mm-hmm. as high as it'll ever go. Like, I love this movie so much. I, it means so much to me. Almost, I, I feel like that's six that's that's there's like the, the last thing that bumps it that last half point or whatever is is also the sentimental. Just just love it. It's yeah. always going to be my number one. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. fun fact, Spike Jones directed um, a skateboard movie that I also loved back in the day for, yeah, for this did. company called Girl Skateboards. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and like, uh, you can see a pro skateboarder as a cameo in one of the shots, like holding up a baby and stuff. And, and yeah. I watched oh, the cool. credits all the way to the end. And even as special thanks, he has like a special thanks to the Girl Skateboard Company, which is like yeah. also, yeah. Mm. So this guy also fucking shreds on the board, you know what I'm saying? Like he also have you have you seen Spike Jones shred? It's he's good. Oh really? I have not seen him, but I just can I can picture it. I mean, there's there are a number of random random celebrities that are good skateboarders. They're like, like, how the hell? Lil Wayne, for example. Lil Wayne, yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Justin Justin Bieber, I think I believe maybe skateboards a little bit. Anyways, six out of six. Handwritten letters. Six, that's amazing. Well, that's great. And now, so that means we, that brings our total to our average after 11 months to 3.858. So 3.86, which you round up to 3.9 technically. So we need to have a discussion there. But I think that what's really important is actually this, this important message that Erlen had sent me earlier that I wanted to discuss with you guys. Um, mm-hmm. And now, without further ado, a message from Erlen. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to read a short message to say that I have done a lot of soul searching and decided that perhaps I have been too critical in my ratings of the Norwegian films we have watched over the course of this podcast. Perhaps I am just intimidated by the superior intelligence and emotional sophistication of Jack, John, and Kevin. That's why I have decided to retroactively re-rate all of my movies to five stars for each and every one of them. When you think about it, making a movie is very hard, 
And I am just impressed that a team of creative individuals came together to produce a feature-length film. And, and so while we are at it, I would like to also say I was way too hard on no cast. It is actually a great movie, which I recommend to each and every listener. Um, I now give that movie a full six stars. I fully endorse the upcoming Pizza Party and look forward to watching Royal Teen 2 and all of its sequels. Oh, and before I forget, I have been reading a lot of 4chan lately. And I'm starting to think this climate change thing might just be a hoax. I will tell you more later. Remember to vote Republican in 2024. Thank you, bye. <laughs> wow. Is oh, that okay. perhaps the um, product of AI? Oh weird. my Island. God. That is, that is, I've been I'm, deep faked. I am. <laughs> I've been deep faked. We shouldn't have given Jax so many individual audio tracks of our voices to use. I, I have no idea where to Erlen. I'm just flattered. I appreciate you. That's very kind words. Um, what else have you done? Jesus. Really? What I else have you done with I our am, voices? I'm shocked. Well, I mean, yeah. now that we've re-rated these, I guess it's like we're well into like five point. I mean, every. The fact that you, you know, went I, out of your way like this, I'm I, so impressed. I just, it, uh, it, I, I, the scary thing is it took five minutes. <laughs> Wait, but, like, but seriously, took, how, yeah, it, how it did you do it? It took five minutes to do. I put in, you, you, when you guys, you send me the recordings at the end of every time we do it, I sit, and so it's uh, an isolated feed of just your voice. Yeah, that's super easy for you. And, once, and then, it was, then I just typed in. That message, it was, it was completely done in five minutes. Wow. We live what in was the, the movie, by the way, that you specifically called? I didn't hear that part. That oh, you it was Nuka, uh, Nukas. Nukas. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> oh, God. I'm really impressed, though. This is whack. That was good. That was good. Yeah. That was, that was uh, yeah. his voice. Yeah, can't. Yeah, so that. But you, but you, have made this not like you've made this not shareable, right? Like this is only accessible. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I'm gonna delete it. I'm gonna delete it. Uh, Hats off to you. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, that's terrifying. So that said, who uh that I I guess that but I mean based off of what Erlen just told us, it means that the next movie we're gonna cover is. Royal Teen 2, Princess Margaret. Yeah! That's right. I think that's right. Pizza. 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 <laughs> but uh, we, we talked pizza. about this earlier. What does that mean? How do we... Are, are we I all going to no bring our idea. own pizza? I have no idea. I think idea. we all have, have to be eating pizza. Pizza bagels. There's got to be. Ooh. Also, bagel also, bites. When pizza's on Erlen, bagel. you can skip it. You can eat Erlen pizza. doesn't have to come to the next one if he doesn't want to. No, he's got to come. I feel like what? I have to. I mean, the real, the real, no, I want to, the real joy, the real pizza party is hearing Erwin's reaction to royalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, that's you, the real you can joy. Hate it as oh. much as you want. You can give it as low a rating as you, as you oh see fit. I, I mean, at this point, I feel like you, you could just, you could just deep fake my entire contribution deep to him. that pod. I love this. <laughs> We could, I genuinely, like, if I had enough, because if we had the transcripts, I bet you I could feed ChatGPT enough of the transcripts of what you've said and say, this is Erlen, here's the movie that came out, can you please react, how would Erlen In the style of Erlen. Yeah, yeah. In, In the, the style, style of Erlen. Oh, then God. feed it into You can do that with, you can do that with politicians right now. Um, you can write speeches in their style because they've got so much publicly out there. Um, Guys, this so, is horrifying. 
I, yeah. This is horrifying. What but you it's said not about as the, yeah, horrifying but it's as the Republican be. thing. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> well, Erlen, if we if we take the horrors of the future that we are, are yet to encounter, but cover it in, in a cute light palette and set it to arcade fire, then it'll be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then it will be really cool. Then it's at least three stars then I'm down. for sure. I, I'm just glad our, our our dystopian future is three stars. I'm just glad that we are that like AI is at the point where inflection and like changing your yeah. the variation of yeah. how you speak isn't like a thing yet. So it's like as soon as yep. as soon as that thing started, it's like okay, yeah, I don't you know what could. You're talking about. It, it's not. It's no. new that you didn't yeah. say it, but like you could also tell it's an AI generated thing. It's it was very yeah, yeah, tell it, it is still when the Turing tests start getting beaten left and right that's when we need to start worrying be worried all right but until that future comes we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the our next film the pizza party royalty princess margaret which is available on netflix all right guys if you want to send us an email please do at podfranorga at gmail.com and we will catch you for the pizza party pizza party Bye. Bye. bye bye